Welcome to a very special episode of Rouge One, episode 112, the Let's Get the Fuck Out of Kabul edition. Uh, I am your host, Sud, fleeing Afghanistan on the back of a 747 Sampath. I'm Brian, the bewildered Kabul uh, go-kart place that now is serving Talibani fighters, Fisher. And I'm just plain old Matt Gould, the confused as always. Well, at least you're more sentient than Sleepy Joe Biden and his decision to pull out of uh, Iraq, or Afghanistan, excuse me. It's all the same to me. That's how fucked up this whole thing is, by the way. Like, I honestly, <laughs> yeah, right. I, I, can't, I can't tell you what the material difference is between the two anymore. It, it all just feels the same. Um, but since uh, you're just confused as always, Matt, let's start with you. What's going on, man? Um, well, I'm very confused because I just spent all day watching uh, Evangelion Rebuild movies. Oh, my um, God. Did you start from one? No, started from two because I had watched one already. Okay, and then you watched the most recent one, the fi- the, fina- the finale. Yeah, I just finished it like maybe fifteen minutes ago. Okay, so how are you feeling about it all? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Very confused. <laughs> it's it's it seem it's like it's very like pretty and all but like it feels like there's even like less there but there's are you way spoiling more. the shit out of this matt because if so i need to put a spoiler warning um i mean that's up to you have you you watched it i know you I have not movie. watched it yet no but uh, isn't no, it remaking just neon genesis evangelion okay so this part i don't feel about okay spoiler warning for the rebuilds you know you've had literally 15 years to get to this point up until the newest one i guess up until the newest one yeah so the first two movies kind of mimic the series and then it veers drastically yeah. from what I remember from movie three onwards. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I thought it was just like running it back. No, no. So uh if you were to watch the like the the, the series and the movie that it ended with, uh, End of Evangelion, that movie ends with our protagonist Shinji effectively killing God or killing some sentience of God and deciding that he would like to start the whole human existence over again. Um, and it is heavily implied, and Matt, don't spoil this to me for me, but it's heavily implied that this set of movies, much like how Final Fantasy Remake is the same way, and I think it took its inspiration from these movies... It's a sequel to the to the series, but you don't know that until mm. you get to the third movie. So, does that make sense to you, Brian, as someone who has not watched this and will never watch this? Yeah, no, that I follow that. Okay, so so he effectively is like, I I don't trust any of you. You all fucking suck. We're gonna just end this all and we're gonna restart reality, and then it leads to this point, and then the movie, this final movie, is supposed to be a denouement of it. I heard it was really good, but you don't think it is, Matt. No, it's good. Like, it's it's very well done. It's very Evangelion. I mean, the 
very pretty. There's a, the the animation is top notch. Like there's lots of crazy colors and it's all that mind fucky stuff. I just like yeah. I just like it. it just it's weird, you know. It feels weird like going over it all again, but like just different. But I thought the. Th- second half of the third movie and I assume all of this latest and final movie is just completely different. Is that not the case? Oh yeah, I mean it's oh, it's okay. like it's. I mean there's a lot of good stuff and I think you'll really like it. But you didn't really like it? I, I, I guess I don't, you just said you're confused. So I don't know if that's a good yeah. thing or not. I mean I mean it's I like, like I liked it I guess like <laughs> I just have a lot of questions. What a ringing endorsement. <laughs> I liked it, I guess. Way more questions after watching this one than I do the original series. Oh, so and this is the end of it, right? Like they're not going to make a four, yeah. a fifth movie, I guess. So this is fourth, right? Yeah, this is Dunzo. The the creator Anno, um who's a very famous and incredibly influential just director in Japan and like his influence in Japanese culture, I would say is equivalent to like Christopher Nolan. Like if you could think of like how influential Christopher Nolan has been to American movies, Anno has definitely been that way for anime, video games, and Japanese movie making. Just yeah, I mean Neon Genesis Evangelion like re is kind of responsible. Is my understanding anyway? It's like responsible for like anime coming back. Like it was kind of in a lull, and that when it came out in the mid 90s is what blew it up internationally oh definitely i would say that it transformed the medium from being somewhat childish into like okay you can tell a okay so i will say that if looking back on it now like if you were to watch it now like some stuff you'll be like oh that's really cool and deep and some of it is like pop psychology trash but for Like, for, for when it came out, like, it, it definitely was considered, like, an adult, you know, anime. And, like, that's not to say that there weren't other ones, like, earlier than that. Like, Gundam in the 1970s definitely is a adult stor- story and, like, still holds up uh, in terms of its themes of, like, what does it mean to go to war? Like, what does it mean to have collateral damage? Th- things like that. Something that the U.S. has never thought about in Afghanistan, apparently. But, like, that was all in, in, in that anime, for sure. But you're right. Like, in terms of, like, a Western audience seeing anime and, like, having, like, a deep discussion about it, it it's it's really strong. But Kevin, before he became a prepper, like, he watched the entire series. He did not like it at all. And, like, I can't imagine someone like you, Brian. I, I could never I could never say that you, you should spend the time to watch this. So you, would, you would think I'm a madman. Um, I just like everyone. the robots. What were you going to say? Sorry. It's not for everyone. Yeah, but if you strip away everything, like, it does have some great robot action. The some robots the are fucking cool. coolest, like, robot yeah. designs, like, uh, the choreography and stuff is really well done, and all the fight scenes are gorgeously animated. So, um, so you, when did you watch the first one? Was that recent, too? Like, how, how mm, much no, did you maybe, like... Well, maybe like six months ago. Oh, okay. So you'd watch the f- oh, so- last three recently. Yeah, just like in the last two days. How long is that? Like nine hours? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was splitting it up. Like, uh-huh. you know, I wasn't just like sitting down mainlining it. I was like doing so it. So are they films? Like, are they feature yeah. films? These or are, are they, feature they... films, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Wow. Sorry. That's, that's to, some serious be, dedication over three days. Yeah. So like to to give actually I'm gonna I'm gonna show you this fucking timeline, Brian. Like it's gonna blow your mind. So Evangelion rebuild movies. This is how I've been frantically reading the Wikipedia, trying to make heads or tails of what the fuck any of this means. <laughs> okay, this is crazy to me. They started the rebuild in 2007. Yeah. They released September 1st, 2007. It is now finally finished March 8th, 2021, after almost 10 years in between the third movie, You Cannot Redo, which was released in 2012, in November. I guess fucking madness. I can't believe that. Like, I don't know. This feels very Kingdom Hearts to me. Um, <laughs> you know, like, where where it's, like, the first game's good. The second game's, like, kind of hard to follow, but it's awesome. Like, you know, it is fun. And the third one's just not not very good. Um, yeah, but it's, like, two years... There's some, two- like, some weird... Um, there's some, like, cringy teenage sexuality stuff that... Of course there is. Uh, ...doesn't... Um, I don't know. It doesn't, doesn't sit play with well me. now. Well, okay. it doesn't sit with me the same because when I was a kid, like when I first watched Neon Justice Evangelion, I was like 15, you know. Right. Um, you were so like, all the I characters would are the same characters. Yeah, they're the same <laughs> age as me, so it all is like fine. Like, oh, that's awesome. I get to see uh, Ashka's butt. Oh yeah. But yeah. now it's like, oh well, that's a. a she is very clearly girl. a child. Yeah, well, and then she's treated as one. Well, I mean, then they kind of like they do that weird thing the anime does, where like, well, seventeen years passed and they didn't age, and right? Like, oh, great. So I guess they're technically not teenagers. So I shouldn't feel so bad about this boner I have. But like at the same time, it's like <laughs> no, they're clearly teenage girls. Uh, can you rank the Evangelion uh, franchise? Um, I don't know, I'm a sucker for the like, uh, you know, watching the series plus the end of Evangelion. You, and, so it's not. This is not better than that. It doesn't end well. Um, I I feel like I'd have to like think about it for a day and maybe watch it again. I don't know. Like, there's a like. I mean, there's it's just. The end of any Evangelion is a lot to pack, you know. I guess I didn't like the first two movies. To be to be frank, like I I thought it was kind of insane, and well, it was like the a first shock. two of the reboot rebuilds are very much like just like the same scenes, right. just HD and shiny, and yeah. then it takes like it totally just deconstructs the last half of the series in a way like it has like the same I guess arc but it's done totally different like and there are things that are just like you know what I mean like they swap out characters in certain events and there's this whole new character May um, May or Mari? Mari, yeah, right. Yeah, she's she's just there for her fan service. What I can. Yeah, she doesn't make any sense, but she's like, like she's literally just there, and they never explain (laughs) who the fuck she is. Yeah, it's I don't. I guess I'd have to look into that deeper, but like, yeah, there's just a lot of crazy stuff. I mean, like the the last half of the second movie and the third movie. 
it like gets more into like the newer territory you know what mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. of the story so it's like interesting where you can kind of like see the world after such a cataclysmic uh, event as like human instrumentality like right, right. <laughs> I don't know um, so how many mats do you give the whole oh, how many hats do you give the final movie and then how many mats do you give the whole series like was this worth your time like are you happy they did this I'm glad I waited until it was all out. I could not imagine um, watching the last movie and the way it ends and then being like, okay, I'll wait a year or two for the final chapter and it being fucking eight years or whatever. Ten years. <laughs> Ten uh, years and don't worry, brutal. I did that. You know someone who did that. Yeah. And so, yeah, like, no, the it's way, been ten years. The way the last movie ends, it it's like a, that it's kind of like that force awakens where it's like you have to know like the literal next second of the frame you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it, i mean it picks up like pretty much right there so right it's after like, the first yeah that makes sense it's good i mean it's a it, it, the animation in this movie is like phenomenal there are some scenes that look like i don't know how they got them to look so photorealistic and like the cityscapes and stuff there's even like some some like nature scenes that like it lo- almost looks like they took a picture hmm. in but it's it's animated. That's so cool, the the budget is on on display. So wait, how many what, what what's your uh what's your score? Um for the f- for the whole rebuild series as a whole maybe a a seven whereas uh-huh. i give like the original series um uh, like a 10 you know right like, it's like the be- one of the best animes of all time so i mean that what about is... this is the last movie better than the other three i guess is my question yeah okay that's cool that that makes me hopeful i'm excited to watch this this weekend yeah i know it's it's a good like you'll 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 probably like it especially since you've been waiting for it Dude, do you want to um, do you want to record? Here, here's some behind the scenes stuff. Do you want to record some uh, movie commentaries about these four movies? I don't know or if could I. You, you can't do it. <laughs> I don't know if I will could sit through. I mean, maybe the last one, but I don't know what kind of. I don't think I could sit through the other ones again, since they are such like beat for beat. Right. Right. I just I find myself just not paying attention because like I know what he said is gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. Even the backseat boys have their limits of what they'll review. Um, that's okay. I I I would be down to watch the fourth one with you because like I feel that movie at least you have to watch more than once. You know. Yeah. So let's let's uh let's plan for that, uh, for some inside baseball. What else did you do, man? Um trying to think here okay we'll give you some time um well we'll vamp for you i did what? um start a solo experience in um valheim which seems uh oh are you like bringing this up to like fucking kick me in the balls like no on air? Just, is that's that what, what this you is? asked me what i did and that's what uh, I did. yeah no i no don't worry my balls have been cut off <laughs> 
Uh, don't worry, <laughs> listen, listeners. I have been struggling to update our, 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 a, a group server, and apparently everyone's given up to play solo because I'm so bad at updating it. But anyway, how's your solo uh, Valheim experience going? So when you play it solo, do you just constantly think about how Suds a disappointment let you down, no. or is that just like once an hour? No, no, no. It's it's, it's every, it's every time you quit experience, out because like you know playing with with uh i've been mostly always playing with like people you know in the in a dedicated server or some online experience so playing by myself is you know it's different it's a nice change of pace i i when i go to build like my house or base i build it a a lot more quaint you know i don't have Mm. to worry about building a you're not showing off i'm not trying to that too i'm not trying to like oh i don't have to build this uh area to house four people and they're all their shit too um so it's like i'm building these like little tiny little homes and stuff and yeah i just like exploring in that game so it's like i so i could definitely play you know solo in a way is it just like minecraft solo i assume it is yeah i mean you just explore your world and come across the different biomes and you know make your shit it's like do you think you could defeat the bosses solo? see that's that's the challenge i'm looking for is i want to see if i can fight the bosses solo because that's like probably where the game changes the most is like being able to solo one of these bosses versus have uh friends help you because uh the first boss not so bad i was able to take him down but like i i know the second boss amps up the difficulty a lot they're like eight or something. I don't even remember. Five. Five. And they're just releasing more. Or four. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. They're releasing more though. I don't know how many there are. Uh, I don't like this kind of game. So there you go. Do you like Val? You haven't played Valheim at all, have you, Brian? No, it's also not my type of game. I'm not creative enough. So like when given when these sandbox games come out and it's like you can do whatever you want, I'm like paralyzed with indecision. You're like, oh, do I do this? Do I do that? Yeah. Yeah, and I just like give up after five minutes because I've like half-assed three different activities rather than just like commit to exploring what one has to offer. Right. I need I need more structure in my games because I am a small child. Uh, I don't think it's you being a small child. I just think it's you saying like, "Hey, I come. I want to be entertained. I don't want to have to make my own entertainment." Yeah. That's sort of that's sort of my perspective. Like, it's just not for me. I also just like things that I don't know. I like the um, sort of like RPG world exploring elements of it. It reminds me of like you know way back in the day playing Vanilla WoW and how exploring the world was most of the game for me. You know, like I really loved coming across different uh, environments and stuff. So I really all... thought you were going to say Skyrim. <laughs> no. <laughs> Skyrim was the same way. Like, just running around the map in Skyrim was a joy. You know, Can without... you jump up mountains in Valheim? To an extent. A little more. It's, you know, the physics are a little more broken than in the Skyrim. You can definitely just sort of jump your way up. Like, the old, uh, uh, wall walking and like wow remember where you would just find that oh perfect God. little like yeah. clip edge and be able to jump scale up shit yeah. yeah the glory days before they became known sexual abusers huh. 
Sorry, yeah. I had to. <laughs> yeah. Anything else, man? Uh, no, not really. Um, I I saw there was a um. They put out a trailer for the new season of uh, What We Do in the Shadows, so I've been thinking about Ooh. doing like my annual rewatch of that because it's a perfect show. That you, show's incredible. Do you rewatch all of it? Life. Like, do you like watch like season one and two, and then you're gonna like next the next seasons will be one, two, and three before you watch season four or something? Yeah. Okay. It's turning you know, into your new like Game of Thrones do. where you're just looping it. I just do that with most shows. Fair enough. I like to catch up on them. Oh. Yeah. Yep, yep, right. yep. What, what, what happens what, next? What about you there, Sud? Oh, man. I didn't do a whole lot that has to do with media, but I did go on vacation, and I came back uh, a man with a reason to live because I'm now a fiancé. Oh, I know, right? Whoop. Thank you so much for the uh, gunshots. The Rastafarian gunshots are good. The uh, the air horn that's how we, that's noises how we do it. is good. What do the juggalos do? Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. <laughs> whoop whoop. Spray you with uh, Fanta. Uh, Fago, come on. Oh gosh, sorry. Jeez, I you, you fake juggalo. I don't care enough about juggalo culture to differentiate. Your gathering lanyard is being revoked. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you part of the Dark Carnival and bringing your annual quota of Fago? Yeah, man. You know what my... F- What's oh, up? Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, no, no, go ahead. Oh, I was just... Very side note, but I found out that there's actually a AA meeting at the gathering. There are... And so I, I just oh, love good. the idea of just people in full Juggalo uh, makeup talking about, you know, trying to cope with their addictions. Well, meanwhile, people around them are, like, trying to sell Jeffries and, like, all sorts of fucked up trucks. Right. So I have to say, like, you think like there's AA meetings at most big things, right? Like, I'm sure there, like any like big festival, they probably have something like that. I don't know. I mean, maybe. Like Coachella, uh, you think Coachella has like an AA chapter? I just think that if you're the type of person that needs to go to AA meetings, you probably shouldn't be at those festivals because they are mm-hmm. very, very yeah. tempting. Uh, that enough. does but, sound I like mean, uh, setting yourself up. I mean, but it also is like a really AA, weird flex. Technically, like, it's just two people talking about their addiction yeah. counts as a meeting. So I guess right. un- under that definition, definitely at festivals, there's got to be somewhere, somebody somewhere talking about how they need to shake the stuff. Uh-huh. See where like somebody is a juggalo and um, they just can't let that go, you know, but they have to let go alcohol. So it's like, the, you know, you yeah. probably make something of it. They got sure. plenty of I'm Fago. sure there are sober juggalos. But, like, a lot of juggalos are also, like, hard-right Christian folk. No, they're, yeah. they're, they're inclusive to just juggalos. So it doesn't matter, like, what you do as a juggalo. You're a juggalo. You know, like, if you're into getting fucked up or I don't not, think... I'm sorry. I don't think there is, like, a Muslim chapter of the juggalo army. Of the mm, I, I don't think that's true. I'm about to I, Google it. All right, do it. If there is, I owe you a Coke. Or a Fago. I spelled Juggalo with a G. You idiot. <laughs> I'm sorry for calling you an idiot, but still. Straight, you idiot. Straight from Reddit. Any Juggalos here in our Islam? What? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean that there's a society. That's like someone who's trying to commit a hate crime. 
You don't have any proof otherwise. Do you want me they're to read a the Christian post? rap band, dude. Like that's what their thing is. Yeah, but the 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 difference between Christian and and um and the others um the others. not so much. Okay. Uh besides, you know, the ten thousand years of mutual animosity. I, I, I guess you're right. Um, let's see. This is a long post. I, I was hoping it was a lot. <laughs> Come on, just skim it. Speed read. I'm, I'm skimming it. He's wondering if he could be a Muslim and a juggalo at the same time. If that's a possible <laughs> uh, dichotomy to live. I don't believe that is. Uh... <laughs> I mean, what was Bahamut doing if not following the principles of juggaloism? I mean, if you look at what, what uh, what's his name? Is it Violent Too Dope or? It's Shaggy Too Too Dope and Violent J. I only know that because I just looked it up. Yeah, so Shaggy Too Dope, like, I mean, he's the kind of, he's the guy who tried to dropkick Fred Durst at that one There's mostly just people trying to ask what juggalos are. But that doesn't answer my question as to whether there's a Muslim Brotherhood no, I, I don't the Dark think Carnival. There's, I think there's this one guy yeah. who's okay. like, you know, wondering if he can be a Muslim in a juggalo. Uh, you don't have to buy me a Fago, but if you drink a Fago on camera, that's fun. I there's feel like... There's a sorry, post it? on FagoLovers.net called What Do Juggalos and Muslims Have in Common? Oh, God. What the fuck is FagoLovers.net? It's probably a juggalo website. Okay. Well, are you gonna the click that really link? has everything. Uh, the the post just says think about it. There's no there's nothing else. It's just this what do started... jugglos and Muslims have in common? Quote, think about it. Okay. Is the answer supposed to be nothing? Like it's supposed to be self evident? Oh, they're both hated by the government. <laughs> <laughs> They lost that lawsuit. There's a lawsuit? Oh, yeah, they sued, saying... Because the FBI designated Juggalos as a criminal gang. What? Juggalos were like, wait a minute, this means that if a Juggalo commits a crime, they will get serious sentence enhancements just because they listen to Insane Clown Posse. (laughs) And after a long time, basically, the courts ruled, well, you haven't demonstrated any harm that the Insane... You know, the Juggalo designation causes harm to you, so we're not going to hear your case. So, uh, yeah, don't listen to Insane Clown Posse and do federal crimes, because if you do, you're going to get sentenced. How could they not prove that? I feel like the economic, like, outcomes of being a juggalo are just significantly worse than, like, any other group, right? I mean, it really just goes, not to turn this into a legal podcast, but it goes to how fucked up our legal system is and judges fetishization over standing. Oh, Okay. So, because they, they didn't have standing, that like there's no, yeah. there's no like, they couldn't show harm to them. Right, like, right. Clown so, like, the, I think it was the AL, ALCU also joined them. Right. Yeah, but they were okay. like, you guys aren't harmed, so what do you care? Right, right. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, there was okay. As an aside, uh, you would really like this. There was like an article in the New York Times about uh, black debaters at the University of Lexington and sort of how they leveraged identity politics and effectively provided a hierarchy of needs in, like, debate culture. Uh, like, this is, like, literal debating. And um, 
it's pretty fascinating if you like follow that like arc in terms of like arguments it before courts uh, is sort of what this author was 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 contending. It is pretty interesting. Um, I really love that we started with Sud got engaged, went to Juggalos, Juggalos. and now on Lexington <laughs> debaters. Hey, that that that's all important to the story of my engagement. So I've I've been on vacation for the past uh, four days or so. It was awesome. Um, so me and Emily we uh, left. Thursday night, we drove down to Corvallis, hung out with my buddy Alan there, um, and then we were, I was planning to propose in Crater Lake, but the air quality was terrible. Like, it, it kept getting worse, and I was, like, looking at the, the forecast, and I really wanted to propose there, but it just wasn't working out, so I audibled with uh, Emily, and we're like, all right, let's just stick to the coast, and we took 101, and we visited mm. a bunch of Oregon Coast State Parks, uh, and then drove to the uh, Red, Redwood National Park uh, and then did some hikes there and I popped the question in the Redwoods. Oh, you went all the way to California. Wow. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. We, Dude, we had the Redwoods just are the, insane. Yeah, they were so beautiful. They're wild. Um, I remember you went there for a wedding uh, with uh, your lady friend, Megan, Matt. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I was just thinking about how, you know, how, like, how spectacular you found it, especially when you're driving through the forest and it's like this really cool like swerves and it's just such a pleasurable experience to be out there and like there's just so many trees and they're so big right that i i don't know if it's like a mix of just the tree coverage there or um it being by the coast or you know something like that but the air quality was amazing it was it's just so cool to be out there but yeah we were in northern california um hilariously i booked us a campsite um, in Oregon Dunes National Park, or not National Park, it's like National Monument, but it's really cool. I, I, you've not been there, right, Brian? I have not. I want to go, but yeah, I have not. Yeah, it's really awesome. It's it's a sea, set of sand dunes that uh, extend down a huge chunk of the Oregon's coast. They're the largest sand dunes in North America, um, and they're right by the ocean. But I booked this dispersal camp on a sand dune with the idea that... Um, Oh, this will be awesome! Like you know, I'll, I'll, I'll drive. We'll drive up and we'll we'll camp on the sand dune. It'll be it'll be beautiful. It's like overlooking the ocean, so we'll see the sunset. It'll be really romantic. You know, maybe it's a good place to pop the question. If I can't get to Corita Lake, you know, given the air quality, and so we drive up to the campsite, and it turns out, and they didn't mention this at all on the recreation.gov like site that it's four by four. So we got our fucking Subaru like stuck in sand. Uh, to get up there. And so I had to do some creative like digging and then we were like frantically trying to find a campsite somewhere in Northern California before the Redwoods. So that was, I don't know, like after that and she still said yes, I was like very grateful because <laughs> like we've been driving for so long to avoid the smoke. But um, yeah, the Redwoods are awesome. From the Redwoods, we went to O'Brien, um, Oregon and that was just eerie, like driving through the Rogue Valley up through central oregon where a lot of the fires are the bootleg fires around there um which you probably heard on the news and it was just eerie like the air quality was in the 200s so we had to we we, we rented a cabin uh, a really cute like off the grid cabin but we rented a cabin and, and shut up shut everything up and then we went to crater lake and crater lake was smoky but you know it was what it was and then we drove back to corvallis hung out with alan some more and then went up and we checked out the northern Oregon coast because if you don't know and you're not from the Pacific Northwest the north and south coasts of Oregon are very very different um, 
The northern one has the coastal range, and so there's some awesome hikes you can do out there. My favorite, which I put on Instagram, um, I'm not gonna put my Instagram here, but fuck it. Just <laughs> if you guys want to take a look, uh, search search God's Thumb. It's an awesome like five mile hike, uh, and you can you hike up what will eventually become a sea stack, uh, similar to Haystack Rock, uh, the famous rock on Cannon Beach in Oregon. And so there's a, a ton of really cool, pretty challenging hikes. Uh, in the northern side of the coast that are really easily accessible and free to the public. So you don't need to buy like a Discover Pass or uh, an, like an annual uh, National Parks Pass or anything like that to access them. They're all part of these free state parks. And then the south part, like I mentioned, is a lot of dunes and, and the more desert feeling and just pretty unique. So all in all, I had an awesome vacation, a long drive back. Um, the one piece of media that I watched was Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, oh wow! It had been a long time since I'd seen it, and I was listening to this podcast, uh, the Rewatchables, which I don't, I don't love Bill Simmons, but I do find his like shows entertaining. Um, do you listen to the Rewatchables, Brian? Me, both me and Brian are are, in, are listen to Bill Simmons. You don't know who he is, right, Matt? No. Yeah, he's a sports guy, so don't worry about it. But um, you listen to the Rewatchables at all, Brian? I I don't. I've seen I've listened to like a couple of the episodes. Like it's one of those things if I'm going on a long flight, I might get an episode or two. But they go deep into movies that I just like don't care about. I think you have to really pick the subject matter. So like for yeah. me, um I was really inspired by you and your wife Charmy uh doing like deep dives into movies that Charmy had never watched or maybe you two both have never watched. So like you guys like both watched The Godfather pretty recently, right? Like Godfather, yeah, part one and two. One and, one and two, which I had seen Godfather one, but never two. And it's like, oh yeah, I get why people rave about this. Right, Makes sense. Right. So the only way I felt like I could get Emily to do something similar was for her to like sort of get prepped. You know, like I was like, well maybe this podcast will help because there's a bunch of. Let me play movies. this podcast that's going to tell you how great this movie is before I say let's watch this. Honestly, yeah, because you won't listen to me if I fucking say it first. So, you know, like anything that'll like soften that uh, that argument, I think is, is worthwhile, you know. Um, so so, for example, like I think she's like kind of interested in No Country for Old Men. That was like one of the ones that we watched or not watched, but we, we listened to. And so like that's like for me a win. Like I, I don't know how I would approach that otherwise. Like, Emily, this is a movie that's incredibly depressing about a homicidal maniac who wins at the end. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know how else to approach it. But to tee up the, this this podcast series, um, I was like, okay, well, let's listen to Ferris Bueller's Day Off because you've watched that movie. You like it. Let's see what you think. And so we listened to the podcast, and she's like, wow, this is a really interesting podcast. There's a bunch of deep dives. I really want to watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And it's like, great. We have a night-free um, you know, we just drove uh, from Crater Lake all the way back to Corvallis. It's like four hours. Um, it, we're really, you know, feeling gross. Let's just get dinner. We'll hang out with Ellen. We'll watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And Ellen had never seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And I, I don't think I've sat down and, like, watched that movie um, in full in probably 15, 20 years. Like, it's like the ultimate cable show or cable movie. And that's kind of the premise of the of the podcast, right? Where, like, what's the most rewatchable scene that gets you hooked and you want to watch the rest of the movie? Um, but I was blown away. Like, I thought it held up so fucking well. Um, like, there's so many parts that are just in our American lexicon. Like, obviously the most 
common one is the Bueller scene uh, with uh, Ben Stiller. Uh, is it Ben Stiller? No, Ben Stein. Ben, ben Stein's Stein. character. Yeah. 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 Uh, and he and he's just like, and like I I forgot how great the voodoo economics is, where he just starts like droning on about George Bush Senior's perspective on Reagan economics, um, which was which was just it's just a delight, and I, I love all the scenes with um, the. The principal Rooney, who after doing a deep dive afterwards, turned out he was a convicted um, sex criminal who had a bunch of Yikes. child porn. So that's why he was never in anything Yikes. ever again. Are we talking jail. about um, good old Matthew Broderick? No, what? Oh no, he he's he he killed a, a, someone. Yeah, he got into a really accident. bad yeah. car accident and he killed two yeah. people in, like, in Scotland Ireland. or something. Yeah. yeah. And that like really fucked his career up. Although, um, oh, he just went to Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair to him, like he he sort of bounced back. So, like, I mean, his probably the thing that he's most known for is the producers, right? Like, the producers was the Hamilton of its day. Um, yeah. Yeah. Until Hamilton. It's not. Yeah. I mean, it's probably bigger than it was. It bigger than Book of Mormon, probably at the time. Um, it was a huge deal. And I like the movie. Like, I don't even like musicals, but I like the movie uh, version. And he's awesome in Glory. Uh, that's a movie I'm really excited to take a look at um, again after after watching him in Ferris Bueller because he's just so great. Like him, I love Cameron. Uh, the movies, more and more I watch it, it's more and more about Cameron. Uh, the one thing that did not hold up is at the end of the movie, and I don't know if you guys remember this, Cameron just, like, effectively has, like, a pity party and then destroys that fucking sweet Ferrari... And, like, I have no idea what his dad did to make him so mad, besides being apparently an asshole. And, and then it gets really dark. Like, apparently, Cameron has tried to kill himself before, and I never re- remembered that. Um, so that was wild. Uh, I like uh, I like Sloane, Ferris's girlfriend, still really attractive. I don't know how long, much longer I can say that as someone who's 33, uh, and she's supposed to be, like, a junior in high school, but still... Um, still works really well. Man, what a great movie. Uh, oh, and uh, Charlie Sheen in his best role <laughs> outside of Platoon um, as the dirtbag in the, in, the, in the police the police precinct who seduces uh, Ferris's sister, Jeannie. <laughs> but um, that's a great movie. That's a 10 out of 10 suds, like any day of the week. Goddamn, so good. Uh, I'll have to, I haven't probably seen it since I was like a fucking child. Really? I, I highly recommend it. Like, if you're like, just bored, I just remember watch it, probably man. sometime watching it, and then, like, it was always just, like, on. It was always on cable. TBS yeah. or something, and I just, like, eh, fuck that. I'll skip that shit. You know? I mean, it's one of those things that was just overplayed, right? Like, it's right. like, oh, there's a. The ball game's rained out. Let's put on fucking Ferris Bueller's Day Off, you know? Yeah. But in a world without cable, I just feel like if you're just bored and you haven't seen this movie. I, I it's it's always good. I think. See, that's like the one big downside to like the streaming nightmare we live in now, is there's never that opportunity just to like find that lazy day movie. You have mm. to like actively like pick it. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, so one thing when I'm on vacation and I'm somewhere that has like cable and it's like a rainy day or something, it's like oh that's kind of a you know like look around see what the fuck's on you come across some movie you haven't seen in a while like i don't know 
Um, like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, or like um, Chevy Chase. What's that one movie? Happy Rap. Hill or something? Happy Hill? What the fuck Happy. is Happy Hill? Um, Are you thinking about Caddyshack? Are you thinking about... Oh, he's not no. in Caddyshack, is he? I don't know. Family no, Chevy Chase is in Caddyshack, no. but I, I don't... You give us more than Happy Hill. I, don't, I got nothing. I don't know what Happy Hill is. It's means. called um, Funny Farm, actually. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With Chevy Chase. That movie was like always a good random movie to watch you know and that was a good one that you could just kind of jump in at any time yeah it's just you just watch Chevy Chase being funny uh, too bad it turns out he's a huge dick yeah I mean they say that about most people who are extremely like um, talented in what they do you know what I mean there's some edge of like dickness you have to deal with I guess it just seems like Chevy Chase is like way Overboard as compared you know, whenever to everybody else. Somebody says something like, "Oh yeah, well, you know, David Byrne is like really difficult to work with." I'm like, "Well, he's a fucking genius. I'm sure that like you're not on his level at all. So he probably is a little difficult to work with if you're not also a genius, you know." He's also autistic, I, which I think well, doesn't yeah. help. That might. Also. I also think that like Chevy Chase did so many drugs, uh, partied so hard that like yeah. now trying to do it all sober, he's probably grumpy. Right. That's probably <laughs> like can't I, ball, why can't yeah. I just go to my trailer and do a line? Like because you can't do that anymore, Chevy. You're yeah, sober. you're insured. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Like no, beyond that, I didn't. I didn't do a whole lot um, beyond traveling. It is a great time traveling. But it seems like a lot of traveling. I mean, you're probably was, in the car you know, like, for what, like thing. 15 hours? Oh, more than that. Like, that's the thing about road trips. Like, road trips are fucking sweet, right? Like, they're classic, like, American, like, vacation. But the the fun to driving ratio is always out of whack. Like, there's no way to make that better, I it's find. A, like, it's if you're, you can't always be driving. Like, when you're driving through the Redwoods, that's great. That's fun. That's awesome. Like... But when you're driving through just like a stretch of fucking, fucking nothing. some state, yeah. you know. Yeah. Thankfully, like we did it right. Like so, we drove down 101, most, one of the most beautiful roads in the world. Oregon coast is amazing. Um, we broke it up so like every three to four hours tops, we'd get out and do a hike, and then we, you know, hop back in. And the hikes were always meaty, right? They're like about five to six miles each each time. So. You know, you you're in the car the whole time, so we did a really good job. I thought, I thought, like in terms of breaking it up, but it's still like I, you know, over four days, right? So we, I took Friday uh, through through Monday off, and I started driving Thursday. I estimated it was like 24 hours. I was in a car, like that's kind of nuts, right? When you think about it, mm-hmm. um, and I just think that's the nature of road trips, and I don't know how to solve it. But, uh, yeah, it was driving, a lot of driving. Well, self-driving cars. Yeah. I, yeah, you're probably right. Like, well, it'll get, the technology will probably get there. Um, I, yeah. I don't know how good the Tesla one is. It, it's, like, hard to know, like, how much of a... Like, if you use it right, like, how much of a benefit is it, really, if you have to, like, be alert and have your hands on the wheel? I mean, I feel like there off. are some... There are definitely a lot of highways in this country that are literally just, like... Go straight for ten fucking hours. You sure. know? Yeah, but the problem with those is the autopilot can't always tell where the road ends and where the gray semi trailer uh, cab ends <laughs> or begins, and you, literally people get decapitated because the Tesla just drives into the back of it. Right. Yeah, 
Well, like I said, the technology will get there. We'll just have, you know, we need a lot of uh, dumb rich people to fucking die by watching Harry Potter and then having them <laughs> auto drive yeah. underneath a semi. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, sem- I mean, like, God, that's the worst part about road trips is dealing with semis. Cause, it like, can be terrifying. Especially, Cause it's like, how t- coked out is this guy on, like, no dose for yeah. hour 36? Because he has to make the timing. Well, I don't know uh, what it is about where I am, particularly. I think it's because, like, um, Cincinnati no in, in northern Kentucky is a huge, like, crossroads for, mm. like, the Midwest and East Coast, where, like, everything coming from the West is splitting off and going south or north and everything you know what i mean like there's so many semi trucks and they drive like fucking maniacs like i'll be going like 85 and they'll be like fucking passing me yeah you're like uh what you're the one who's supposed to be going less than me those fucking tivas aren't going to deliver themselves matt come on yeah for real they just come like flying up like down the hills and shit it's just like holy crap Nothing's worse than West Virginia, by the way, oh, yeah. for this. Like, that is by far the scariest yeah. state in the Union to drive in. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sure there's some scary roads in Colorado. I've Having driven in both, it is very scary in Colorado, but, like, there aren't the crazy hairpin turns like there are in West Virginia. Yeah. That you have the truckers around you going 70, and it's like you cannot safely take this turn at any more than, like, 50 and I'm in like a sedan I mean, versus you in an 18 wheeler. Yeah, I don't even like really driving more than 70. Like that's a pretty good like that's really fucking fast. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> like I put the speedometer on set the speed or the cruise control on 70, and I don't really go much more unless I have to for whatever reason. To avoid that coked out semi. Yeah. Um. Someone who's not a coked out semi driver is Brian, because I have nothing else to share. What what, what, what were you going to say, Matt? Were you going to say something? No, I was going to say sometimes you'll just come across like a random. You'll be driving, like, you know, having a good time, and you'll like have to drive through a random, like, big city, and you'll get just like stuck in like a wave of cars. They're all flying, and you have to go like 85 just to stay with traffic. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah, driving in Southern California is fucking terrifying. Yeah, it's also so a that's what place. it's like. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, I got a game and I got a movie I watched. What do, what do you want first? I want the game. This is ostensibly a gaming podcast. Despite yeah, we're supposed to should be talking about games, about games yeah. more than anything, but we don't. So I played Left 4 Dead 3, also known as the Back for Blood beta. Oh, I forgot about I the beta. I wanted to get into this, but I. I always, you know, get off work so late and no one's playing games anymore. Yeah, well, that's. I'm gonna be honest. I don't understand how they're not gonna get sued into oblivion over this by Valve, because it's literally just Left for Dead with a card system on top of it. Um, what? Can you say that again? A card yeah, it's system. Left for Dead with a card system. Like, like you build your. You build it's, no, your, it's like a deck um, builder, kind of. For your stats, where like and you stuff. get, yeah, like you get stats. Like your perks. here's a card that will let you reload slightly faster. Here's a card that'll give you more stamina or give you more ammo. 
Um, and then the game also gets cards that like make the game harder. So it's like, oh, you need to headshot these guys, or uh, there's a mist that makes it hard to see far. Uh, but it really is just Left 4 Dead. It's great, and I mean, I loved Left 4 Dead, and it's more of that, but it's just kind of amazing that they just had the balls to do it. And it's still in beta, um, so like you get to the last level, and it's clearly designed to be this, like, defend this point for a long while. It's a... Uh, an artillery thing that you're just loading the shells in um no zombies showed up okay. <laughs> so it's just like oh okay well here's a mini game of loading a gun cool um because you know it's a beta but it's fun and i will be shocked if they don't get sued over this because it's I, it's the you know the people it's made by the same studio that made Left 4 Dead, but yeah. of course they got bought by Valve. Right. Yeah, Turtle Rock. I'm sure they. But they have got bought some... by Valve, and Valve owns the rights to it. Wait, so, so how like, were they able to make this if they got bought by Valve? I'm sure they That's have some what I gentleman's they must agreement. Have, you know, they must have cut some deal because, yeah. like, it seems insane that like Valve would be cool with this because, like, this is just Left 4 Dead three, and like, why wouldn't they just keep all the money? Maybe they're the just rights, gonna release but... Left 4 Dead three next year and just shit on them. Maybe. Oh, but, they, uh, they closed the Turtle Rock when it was bought by Valve. So, like, they bought, they were bought in 2008, were renamed Valve South, were closed in 2010, and then everyone who was fired just created a new um, Turtle Rock. New Turtle Rock, yeah. Yeah. But, like, when you get bought, your IP gets bought too. Right. <laughs> so, I just, I. It's it's fun. I had a blast playing it because it was like, oh, it's like we're playing Left 4 Dead again. But uh, I just don't understand how any of this is legal. But it's a fun game. Wait, so you played the P just the PVE piece? I played. We played both the PVE and PVP. Was piece. one better than the other? Yeah, the PVE is better. The PVP, uh, me, uh, Kevin, and Parker played the PVP piece. And, you know, it's one, t you're, it's two teams and you switch off between being the, zombie. yeah. the zombies and the survivors and the zombies you get to pick, like, you know, what type of mm -hmm. special zombie you are. Um, and it was an, it was a fun and intense game, but I think it was also because like nobody knew what they were doing. <laughs> like, it seems one of those things that like eventually people figure out, oh, here's the optimal strategy. Yeah. And then um, if you don't do that you get like kicked from games and berated and for sure yeah uh, but like so like it's fun to play slave. now but there's no way it's gonna last and it was one of those that was like we played you know it's like best of three rounds so and it went to the third round and we barely won and it was a lot of fun but it was also just like none of us felt the need to keep going <laughs> how many maps were there um for the pv i guess the one? pve yeah uh, so there are seven levels. That's kind seven of seven or eight. Yeah, especially for a beta, and like I'm assuming, the real one will have a lot more. Um, and it was nice because it was like you know I the night we were playing, I like left to go get dinner, so like I could jump out for a level, then jump right back in. Um, and even on maps where it's like okay this. I'm coming in. I don't have any money to spend on weapons. Like you, you find them pretty quickly. Hmm. But pretty fun. It's, if you liked Left 4 Dead, 
I would suggest you play Back for Blood. So, like, were all the zombies, like, pretty much analogous to, like, the, the main zombies that you got in, um... Like, what were they in Left for Dead? Like, there was the witch, I remember, was the one that was really, like, a big deal. But there's also, yeah. like, a liquor or something. Is there a yeah. The tank. Yeah, there's like a crusher. There's like a spitter. So is it all the same, um, or like is it? Are they different? I mean, it's been so long since I played that, uh, Left 4 Dead. It, I mean, it just kind of had that same feel. It's possible that's like their difference, like the between the cards and like oh, our special zombies are different. Um, that's how they're getting away with this. Uh-huh. But yeah, I don't know. Pretty fun. Cool. Play man. it. It's great. Uh, so you're gonna buy the game if everyone else buys the game. Yeah, and we'll play it for a week and then mm-hmm. never talk about it again. Yeah, well, that's a, that's, yeah. A, that's a real real good way to get into poverty, which is my goal in life, so it's fun. The, well, the Rouge one special. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, we're desperately trying to find a new game that we can call our own, you know, that we casually play uh, without... I mean, know, the sick joke is it's going to be Halo Infinite because it's free-to-play multiplayer. I mean, I don't like... Like, oh, yeah, that's the one thing I did. Speaking of Halo... What? I tried out that Splitgate game. Oh, what'd you think? And I and I hated it because it's so much like Halo. It's the, the it it controlled like a a shooter on a console from two thousand five. Like right. that's true. I will give you that. Yeah, it, it was not just as... like oh my god! Like I was like oh my gosh, you know, this is a cool concept, but I I can't get into this just completely blocky like robotic movement you know wait it's no. not smooth movement i thought it had to be smooth movement is it like a it's game? it's almost too like it's it's smooth but it doesn't feel like you don't feel like a per, like a person you know when you're running you're just kind of like you know like it just moves faster the camera moves faster there's real no, there was real no sense of like i'm a human gaining momentum or you know what i mean I don't know. Did you like Portal? I do like Portal. I don't like Halo, which I guess is what everyone... So it doesn't feel like Portal, it feels like Halo. I haven't played yeah. this yet, I apologize, but okay. I thought it would have a sense of momentum because you had a Portal, right? And so like when in Portal... No, you just you just sort of like... You, the, when you go through the portals, it doesn't do that like... The momentum game? Yeah, you just sort of oh, like okay. are on the other side. That... It definitely plays like Halo. So okay, so when they say Halo with portals, it's literally the concept of a portal, not that you can like sort of. There's no physics to it, right? Yeah, okay. yeah I mean you can shoot through the portals. Yeah, but yeah. Other than that, no. But like in 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 Portal, the game, like you know what I'm saying, like you you gain momentum. Yeah, you, you like, can't oh, right. like launch yourself and do like crazy jumps and stuff. Right. It's it's not really quake. You it's, just use them to like traverse the map and get vantage points like gotcha did you play any yeah. more split gate brian or no i did um it is i i enjoy it but i you know i do i definitely hear and agree with matt's criticism that it plays like a mid a mid aughts first person shooter um it is not smooth it's clanky i'm assuming they're working that out but yeah maybe i will probably buy it and play it um seems fun it also seems again like a game that's just going to be absolutely crushed when halo comes out because i'm sure everybody's just it's not free to play i mean i will no you you will have to buy splitgate splitgate the beta is currently free to play i'm down to try that free to play multiplayer halo but 
I mean, you're not. It's not costing you anything, right? Yeah. Like, oh no, Sud, you're right. No, it, it's it's doing like the Apex Legends or Fortnite. Oh, so it is free to play. Okay, like, I was gonna it's say free like, to play, and then there's like the, you know, they have seasons pass. where you unlock right, shit. Right, yeah, okay. battle pass. That that seems reasonable for that kind of game. I didn't think there was a campaign, so I was like, that is aggressive, <laughs> in a post. No, yeah, yeah you're, and economy. I think that that was the whole point is that they released it as a cost game. Nobody fucking bought it whoa um, and then they I redid no it okay yeah and now it's being super popular i think sure well it came, i think it came out in 2019 oh my god and now it's picking up steam again i don't understand yeah weirdly that's how that's how games work i mean it took fall guys like two years to to get yeah. no what was that among us among us was out among, for like yeah. a year us, yeah before Just sometimes it happens yeah Okay. It takes uh, dumb yeah. YouTubers and streamers to get things popular. Yeah, Matt, we need more react faces from you, just generally, for us <laughs> to really hit the heights we're trying to get to. I need I need twenty on my desk by tomorrow. Oh. That's a good one. That's I a good yeah. Know. That's a good reaction sound. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, like for thumbnails and shit. Yep. For clickbait thumbnails. Man. Yeah, that's why we need the react faces. Oh yeah, um, we'll get there. What did you did you play anything else? You said you had a movie, so I don't want to. Yeah, no, I didn't. I uh, other than that, didn't really play much else other than the usual suspects. Um, the movie, though, and this is old news because I think it came out back in May, but I finally got around to watching Bo Burnham's Inside, uh, which was very good. I was surprised with how much I liked it. Is it a movie surprised. or is it a stand-up? I wasn't sure. So. It is a musical comedy special okay. that's not really stand up. It's mostly about Bo Burnham losing his mind over a year in quarantine. Yeah. It was supposed to be a stand up special, but then he had to cancel and then he Everything. just he went to the room and yeah. Yeah. Like I guess, you know, he stopped touring because he had a panic attack in like twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen. And then, like, was planning to start doing stand-up publicly again and, like, shows and stuff. Um, and then COVID happened. And so I think he came up with this idea for a comedy special. And it gets, like, it goes all over the place. Um, it's very good and very funny, but also gets, like, kind of dark. Um, and you can, like, tell, like, what time of what was going on in the world when he wrote stuff. Um, <laughs> There's like, you know, should I even, uh, there's like a, a lyric, like, you know, oh, everything's intense. Uh, is, is comedy the right answer to deal with the world? You know, should I just give all my money away and then quickly? No. <laughs> it's just, it's very like self-aware and just like, this is all fucking ridiculous. And this is all performative uh, uh, and very good. Yeah. It's, and also you can tell, um, cause he's his facial hair is growing throughout the years so like it, it yeah it, you can tell what skits are done like deeper into the the madness i guess the more facial yeah, hair he gets he like full-on moses looking yeah um I, I really like the um welcome to the internet that's probably one of his his better um sketches he's done like of all his things that one is yeah. just uh really good um i also like the um 
the reaction of the reaction of the reaction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that one a lot. I also really like how the world works oh, where yeah. his little sock starts just like having an existential crisis mm-hmm. as it's trying to explain like how the world works. It, there was some line in there being like, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I think it was along the lines of like, why do rich fucking white people insist on seeing every socio-political conflict through the myopic lens of your own self-actualization? It isn't about you. <laughs> Just like holy shit, like <laughs> this is like a pleasant little song that in your sti- you yeah, know, like sticking that stuff in. It's very good. There's a lot of deep social commentary. Then there's also just like funny little like forty-five second songs where he's just congratulating Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, or like talking about what's on a white woman's instagram oh yeah that one's really good um i'm looking through the playlist and it seems like a lot of these are very specifically about how people use social media is that fair it's, a, it's about a lot of it is about how content is like i don't know what Consumed is content yeah like i don't know yeah. like just meta content of content um, and it, it's like i think he's trapped in there doing you know this bit and the only contact he has with the outside world is digital so that's mm-hmm. clearly impacting all that and i think he makes that point at one point um but yeah no it, it's very good and very bizarre it's very and, good also in the technical sense because it, when you watch it all the lighting all the shots it's all it's a one-man show so like, and it's just in one room yeah. that he shot and edited himself. So he pulls off some really spectacular lighting sequences and yeah, um, is able to really kind of like fuck with your mind in a way of like, oh, this is just shot in the same room as the last thing, like with the same minimalistic equipment, you know. It's, yeah, it, the, it's very impressive what he was able to do. Um, and like even parts where like it's not as funny or like he's more serious more serious like you're still kind of enraptured being like holy shit like this is all in one room this is all just him it's it's like normally a comedy special it's like okay you know guys doing stand up talking about something funny joke to joke to joke and this it's like more like meta and more like surrealist and then you realize like he just did this in a house in one room yeah it, i don't know it's very good it, it does d- dive really deep into um uh, not just like his psyche but i feel like a sort of like worldwide psyche i don't know yeah i feel like you know years from now if somebody asks me like what was it like to quarantine for so long you watch like, this go movie. watch this this yeah. is like a not unreasonable depiction of it yeah um, is Bo Burnham the YouTube star you respect the most? Uh, I don't. I don't know that I have a power rankings of it. Of, I don't. I, yeah, I don't think. I don't. He's not even not really even considered a YouTube star anymore. He absolutely started on YouTube. He like, did, but now he's yeah. He was. He's certainly one of the early YouTube stars. He's been more, I'm, I'm like, I don't even know who else would be a quote unquote YouTube star. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, who else has graduated and like been this yeah. successful from YouTube? The boxing like, guy. There's a boxing guy. Yeah, Logan Paul. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
I guess. The douche but that's bag. like that's like not that's not something to be like to applaud. No, like that's different. No, I mean they're all rigged. I mean boxing every you can't convince me. Boxing that, is rigged. Yes. Yeah, every single boxing match is rigged. Like you can't convince me otherwise. Yeah, I'm like trying to look up who are YouTube stars, and I don't recognize any of these names. No. There's apparently a nine-year-old who makes oh Ryan's twenty-nine world? million dollars. Yeah, yeah, Ryan, yeah. R- Ryan's world. He's a billionaire. It's fucking madness. Good job by him, I guess. There's also that he... one Korean kid who just eats food on um, stream and is like a millionaire. Like a mukbang eater. Like, he just eats, like, giant meals. Like, like he'll go to a restaurant and order everything on the meal, and it's just, like, him just sitting there eating for, like, three hours. Okay. That's, uh... Hey, man. Give the people what they want, I guess. That, I mean, that, yeah. That's a foolproof way to identify pervert, for sure. Right? If, if they watch it or if they show it. Yeah. If, no, they, no. if someone watches this, like, legitimately and finds yeah. it interesting... There's something who seriously isn't, who wrong. isn't a child? No. Yeah, yeah. That that's just that's just a fact, right? Well, it's like, like all those like teen ASMR channels. Like, fucked up, man. Like, I bet like only ten percent of their audience is like legitimate people who are interested in ASMR, and the rest are perverts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh wait a minute! Justin Bieber started on YouTube. Do you respect Bo Burnham more or Justin Bieber? That's a. What do you I mean, respect? Yeah, I like I don't. Know. What's what's their respect about Justin Bieber? That's a great question. That's why. Like I just asked. the success, like. I don't. Know. I mean, Justin Bieber boosted Carly Rae Jepsen, so I will <laughs> always be a fan of it. Carly Rae Jepsen's number one for me. Is she a YouTube star? I think so. She that because her, uh, she was not popular at all, and then she put out the video for. Or she was, like, singing covers, and I think she did a, just, like, her singing Call Me Maybe, and Justin Bieber, like, tweeted that out, and that's what it got so fucking big. Is PewDiePie Bizarro Bo Burnham? Really? Because they look very, they have pretty similar That's how she got started. I thought she was on Canadian Idol. She was, but it didn't go anywhere. Oh. You know, it's like season three of Canadian Idol. Oh, I mean, Soldier Boy also is kind of delightful. Yeah, like, I don't I'm going to release the the instructions on how to dance to my song before I release the song. That's, like, brilliant. I... It's also brilliant that it was, like, in a municipal pool, which still gets me every time. Wow, I'm looking anyway. up the, the, the top subscribers on youtube right now and it just does not make you um it's making me pretty doomy <laughs> yeah yeah what, uh, what 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 hurts the most i assume the number one is all of them all of them hurt the most every there's not as <laughs> just not a, a shining there's not even a, a dusty glimmering Grain piece of, of glass like uh-huh yeah this Wait, is all just who are the top five? Uh, well, I, I started at the bottom, so hold okay, on. Okay, thank you. That... There's too many, like, children. 
like like people who are under ten. I just want to know, like, I just want to know if I've heard of any of these people. So if we can give me the top five, um, okay, and we can call uh, it. PewDiePie is number one for some All reason. Right, I know still. who PewDiePie is. His All content right. is terrible, in my opinion. Truth. Um, the next one is a, a child, like who's a child? Kids, Di- kids, Diana. I've Dana, never heard of this Di- Yeah, seventy-three point two million subscribers. Dear God! All right. They're Russian kids. Huh. Yeah, it's these Russian kids who um, unbox toys. Okay. Sure. Okay. Uh, the other next one is uh, another little girl. What's that person's name? Uh, her name is Nat Nastaya. Another Russian little girl. Why are they all Russian? Uh, <laughs> Russians are pervs or something. I don't know. Okay. Sixty-seven. Point nine million subscribers, and then the next is these two little Russian boys. What? Matt and Nikki. You're just lying to me. They can't I am all shocked. be. <laughs> this is this is just Matt vamping. Yeah, this is all no. a lie. Ru- YouTube is big in Russia. I guess it's all the TV. They have. <laughs> it's the only TV they have. Okay. All right. So there's two more Russian boys who are unboxing. Um, Toys, I guess. And then there's this group of people called Dude Perfect. Wow, um, sorry. No idea. They're a bunch of college friends who... I've uh, heard of that. They do athletic memes and comedy skits. Oh, are they the ones who shoot stuff? Yeah, okay. They shoot basketballs and shit, right? Sure. They have... 54.9 54.9 million subscribers. So then there's Mr. Beast, who's just. I don't know. He's just like. I don't know. He feels like. The millennial Joe Rogan. Uh. Yeah, okay. It's ridiculous. I, I thought Joe Rogan was the millennial Joe Rogan. <laughs> no, but like he's like millennial aged. Oh, I see. Alright. Then uh, there's a lot of um, fucking like Brazil, let uh, Mexican YouTubers that have shit tons of viewers. Well, you'd expect that countries with big populations that have big YouTubers, you know. Right. I'm surprised there's not an Indian one. I have to say. Um, you... there was a like a. I saw one. Yeah, here. Um. Oh, she's not Indian. <laughs> United Arab Emirates. 